Welcome to the Jaguar King Podcast. I'm your host, Armin. I talk everything Jaguars football, usually in tears. So if you like anything Jaguars or anything NFL related, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. It really helps my channel grow. And without further ado, in this week's episode, Mike Lennon put his neck on the line, but couldn't get the W. Operation Tank continues for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars almost snuck away with a victory against the Minnesota Vikings, but they lose in overtime 27-24. Everybody was clenching their buttholes, not just because of the game, but also what was going on in the Jets game. This was a way more entertaining game than I definitely thought it was going to be. I thought the Vikings would run away with it, and they actually might have if it wasn't for some of their miscues, but the giraffe was determined to make this a game. He came in ready to cause havoc. Right off the bat, throwing a dime to Oshag Hennessy, and then later on in the drive, throws one of the worst passes I've probably ever seen, intended for DJ Shark, completely misses him, bounces off the Vikings defender, right into the hands of Huncho Visca, who's kind of just standing there like, what the hell am I doing here in the end zone? And the Jaguars quickly score, but they wind up missing the extra points, so they're only up 6-0, and those missed extra points in kicking definitely plays a role in this game. The Jaguars defense steps up and actually stops the Vikings, they get the ball back, drive down the field again, and get to the goal line, but they have to settle for a field goal. On the next Vikings drive, they get stopped again, and the Jaguars take over. But the drive stalls when Mike Lennon throws his first pick of the day. Looked like the Jaguars receiver had it. He's like falling to his knees, and then the Vikings defender is over holding the ball at the same time. Kind of looked like somebody handing a father a newborn baby. The Vikings would quickly capitalize on this. Kirk Cousins finds Adam Thielen in the back of the end zone for a touchdown, but then he follows his touchdown with the worst gritty I've probably ever seen. I can't hate though. If I tried that shit, I'd probably twist my ankle. That was pretty much it for the first half a lot of back and forth some drive stalls some capitalize but the Jags go into halftime nine to six so it's still anybody's game at this point Vikings get the ball to start the half and on the first play from scrimmage Kirk Cousins drops back to pass Joe Schobert looks him dead in the eye and says I don't give a shit about your boys and girls club Kirk I'm playing for the fucking trees in Colorado picks him off and takes it to the house for six Jacksonville is up 16 to six at this point but after that, it pretty much just goes entirely downhill for Jacksonville. On the next Vikings drive, set up by a 40-yard bomb to Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins finds C.J. Ham in the flat for a touchdown. C.J. Ham has the absolute best name for a fullback. His last name is Ham. How perfect is that? And then the Jaguars' next possession, they do nothing with it, and the Vikings get the ball back and march down the field and score another touchdown, and now they're quickly up. 19 to 16 and have all the momentum on the ensuing Jaguars possession Mike Lennon fumbles the ball probably one of the most unathletic things I've ever seen he literally looked like a baby giraffe walking for the first time but the Jaguars get away with it because at the goal line Kirk Cousins and Delvin Cook fumble a handoff exchange and Miles Jack recovers but ultimately it doesn't mean shit because Mike Lennon gets sacked for his safety and the Vikings are up 21 to 16. I made a joke last week about throwing the ball to Colin Johnson more because Chris Connolly drops the ball all the time. Well, on the next Jaguars possession, he caught it, except he dropped it right after. He fumbled the ball and gives it back to the Vikings. That fumble led to a field goal for the Vikings. They're up 24-16 with about three minutes left in the game. So the Jaguars need a touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie this game to go into overtime. Here's one thing I learned about the draft. It ain't over until somebody sticks a tranquilizer in him. Mike Glennon drives down the field, throwing some absolute dimes, and James Robinson rumbles his way into the end zone, 
down two. Mike Glennon hits Colin Johnson for a two-point conversion to tie this game with about one minute left. I feel like the Jaguars went for two-point conversions like 16 times this entire season and converted two, and that was one of the two. The Vikings did have a chance to win in regulation. With about a minute left, they drove down a field goal range, but Dane Bailey missed a 51-yarder. Jacksonville quickly tried to get into field goal range, and they kicked their own 62-yarder, but obviously that was short, and it went into overtime. Vikings actually received the ball in overtime, but after an iffy offensive pass interference, they're forced to punt the ball, and the Jaguars only need a field goal now to win it because the Vikings received at the start of overtime. Doug Marone must have heard the Jets tanked hard as shit, so he figured he'd do the same. Mike Glennon throws an ill-advised pass, gets picked off by Harrison Smith. The Vikings drive down the field, score a field goal, and they win the game 27-24. So let's get into my observations for the game. So let's start with the offense. Mike Glennon was 28 for 42, 280 yards, a fluky touchdown, and three turnovers. Quickly after the game, when Doug Marone was asked who was going to be the starting QB against the Titans next week, he responded by him saying Mike Glennon. I don't really get this because of what we've seen from Mike Glennon, what does he offer more than what Minshew does if you're trying to win the game? Sure, you can make the case of that's the reason to keep Minshew on the sidelines because he really doesn't offer much more than a journeyman and Mike Glennon. But so far this season, we don't really know that. We know he won one game when he was healthy the first week of the season, and then after that with an injured thumb, it's hard to judge how much of that affected him as a quarterback. Quarterback. And even though we might get the same result, Minshew might not win any other games down the stretch, it's still a lot more fun to watch him behind the center than it is to watch Mike Glennon. But that's just kind of my personal preference. You guys let me know if Mike Glennon should start or you don't like Doug Marone's decision here. James Robinson had a good day as always, and I think Colin Johnson needs to see the field more. He had two incredible catches that game. I think he should take reps away from Chris Conley. Not only because he's younger, but so far when he's had a chance to be in the game to show what he can do, he's produced more than Chris Conley has all season. I'd rather see him going forward if he could be a piece for the Jaguars in the future. On the defensive side of the ball, I think the Jaguars played good considering the offensive firepower that the Vikings had. Obviously, they set out to stop Dalvin Cook. The Vikings are definitely a dangerous team on the offensive side of the ball. Even though the Vikings offense put up big numbers, Dalvin Cook had a good day. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen also had a good day. They did also have five sacks on Kirk Cousins, and they had two turnovers, one of which produced points that actually helped out the offense and kept them in the game. So all things considering, they played pretty well. This was definitely a good loss for those on Team Tank. We got to see a competitive game. We got to see flashes from the young guys who could potentially be on his team next year. I hate losing, but when you look at the Jaguars from a Tank perspective, they're actually doing pretty well. Thank you all for watching. Let me know down below what you thought of this game. Let me know if you think Mike Glennon should continue to start over Gardner Minshew or you'd rather see Gardner Minshew back in there. Thank you for all those who have subscribed. Your support means a lot to me. Don't forget to hit the like button and I'll see you all for the Titans preview. Mm -hmm.